0: Listen now for a word from our Lord. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grains. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing that that is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God when Abiatar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence Which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat. And he gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. The Word of God for the people of God. I have a colleague that tells a story about a young man who landed his very first job in ministry as the youth director at a small country church. And he'd been there just a short time when he decided to mix things up a bit, and he showed the kids a film on Sunday night. Now, friends, we're talking about a safe, simple, short, religious-oriented movie. Well, youth group hadn't been over an hour before a church leader called him up to ask him about it. Did you show the young people a film, he asked? Yes, said the youth director, I did. Well, we don't like that around here, said the leader. And not trying to be argumentative, the youth director said, Well, but I thought it would be okay because we showed pictures in worship just a couple of weeks ago. No, 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 listen to me, says the leader. If it's still, it's fine. If it moves, it's sin. You can show the kids still pictures, but when the pictures start moving, you're getting into sin. And then he made the youth director promise to never show a film in youth group ever again. Now friends, I don't know about you, that feels a little excessive to me. Maybe it comes across even as a tiny bit amusing, but here's the thing. While we're shaking our heads and maybe chuckling a bit at stories like that, we can miss the serious issue that's underneath them. And friends, that issue is legalism. Legalism is a churchy word for strangling the life out of our faith by piling on rules and requirements in a misguided attempt to prove that we're faithful to God. And legalism is not just an issue in small country churches. It's present in every community of faith, no matter the size, no matter the location. And if we buy into legalism, it can quickly turn our faith from a joy into a burden. Jesus lived in a culture awash in legalism. By the time he entered his public ministry, the Pharisees had developed a system of 613 laws, 365 negative ones and 248 positive ones. And all of this came out of a great love for God and a desire to express that love and express faithfulness and please God, but the rules were so burdensome that very few people could actually comply with them all. For example, the Ten Commandments establish the Sabbath as a holy day, a day set apart for rest. No one is to work on the Sabbath. And from this one commandment, spun out dozens and dozens of rules about what constituted work. I guess somewhere along the way, someone asked, Well, how many steps can you take on the Sabbath before it's work? And the answer came back 2,000. So, you could take 2,000 steps on the Sabbath, but at 2001, it was work, and you were violating the commandment. What this meant on a practical level, friends, is that the average person had to count their steps on the Sabbath day. You have to wonder if that's what God had in mind when giving humankind the gift of a day of rest. Well, it's in that context, in this culture so awash in legalism, that Jesus and his disciples are spotted on the Sabbath walking through a grain field, and as they go, some of the disciples are breaking stalks off the top, right? They're just breaking heads off the grain. Now, notice that this doesn't really seem to be an intentional act of work on their part. It's more like they're just, you know, walking along and idly break off the heads of the grain as they go. But the Pharisees are beside themselves. Look, they say, they're breaking the rules. They're working on the Sabbath. They have violated the commandment. And remember that in that culture, if you broke the rules like that, You are not a good Jew, period. Well, Jesus hears this, and he says, Now, hold on a second. Don't you remember that when David was fleeing for his life, he went into the temple and ate the bread there that was for the priests and even fed it to his companions so they would all avoid starving? Remember that the Sabbath was made for humankind, Humankind was not made for the Sabbath. And friends, this last phrase from Jesus is the key to this text. The Sabbath was made for humankind. The humankind was not made for the Sabbath. In other words, the Sabbath was given to human beings to benefit us. It's a gift from God, a day set aside for rest in a weary world, a day to gather for worship, a day to nurture our souls, but in their misguided religious zeal. The Pharisees made the Sabbath into a legalistic burden that people had to worry about, rather than a good gift given by God to be enjoyed. Now, Jesus was not a rule-breaker for the fun of it. He was very respectful of the commandments and of the essentials of the law, but it pained him to see good people labor under burdens they didn't have to bear. Plucking heads off of grain on the Sabbath didn't make anybody a bad Jew any more than watching a film in youth group makes you a bad Christian. Friends, legalistic rule following will not make us more faithful but it sure can make us miserable. So I want to say something to you this morning that perhaps you've never heard a pastor say to you from the pulpit before, and I hope you don't find it shocking. I believe the Christian life is meant to be enjoyed. I do. I believe that our Christian faith is meant to make our lives richer and better and blessed and fulfilled to give us meaning in our lives and shape to our lives and direction to our lives. Christianity is not meant to be a miserable slog. God gives us so many good gifts. I don't know why so many times we try to turn them into legalistic burdens. People are not objects to worry about or judge or be afraid of. They're our neighbors given to us to love and to serve. And Holy Scripture is not a project for forced memorization. It's the inspired Word of God meant to enlighten us and put us on the path to salvation in Jesus Christ and the church is not a weekly obligation that we drag ourselves to and then we sit here and wait for it to be over and then we check it off our list. This is the body of Christ. This is the community of faith. These are brothers and sisters that we get to share life with. We get to share life with one another. I could give a lot more examples, but I think you see where I'm going with this. My friends, let go of legalism. Let it go. Do not heap unnecessary burdens on yourself. And don't project those kinds of burdens onto others. That's not God's will for us. Cut yourself and others some slack. We believe in grace, right? It is real in Christ. And we can trust that grace and lean into that grace. And as we lean into God's grace and mercy in our lives, well, that's when we can really know the joy of our faith. And we can find ourselves living a life that is marked by love and forgiveness and peace and blessing. Will you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks for the grace that you pour out to us every single day of our lives. Forgive us, oh God, because we love you so much. Sometimes we want to make our faith hard. Help us to relax in you, to appreciate the freedom we know in Jesus, and to live lives of hope and peace and forgiveness and love that we can then share with our neighbors. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. <laughs>
1: With joy we and meet, meet with joy